So hello and welcome. My name's Steve Nabell and today I'm speaking with Alexandra Wenman on activating the Bodhisattva Paradise Chakra. Alex is a holistic therapist, intuitive channel writer and speaker, qualified angelic Reiki master teacher, advanced theta healer, a one command practitioner and rainbow children teacher, previously editor of a national holistic magazine. She's now the founder of a cutting edge new healing system called Precious Wisdom. As a pioneer of Precious Wisdom and priestess of the divine feminine, Alexandra is the go-to voice for the cosmically curious and her website is alexandrawenman.com. There'll be a link going out with the podcast. Hi, Alex. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good. Uh, now, I know you've just come back from Bali and, and, and a whole kind of trip. Could you just briefly tell us about your adventures over the last month or so? Oh, my God. I don't know where to start. So I've, I've been to Bali and India. It was kind of like a, my own personal cosmic eat, pray, love, I suppose, in a weird way. Um, epic, epic journey. Um, yeah, I, I've just had extraordinary experiences of having past life memories surface, speaking to the earth, connecting with mountains connecting with tigers um lots of different things going on and it's all around the topic of what we're speaking about today which is this paradise chakra opening i had this major activation while i was out there and um it's it it is it does feel like we are as a collective entering this heaven on earth phase i I do feel like i've stepped over a a threshold really Mm -hmm. uh, a new timeline after many many years of very deep dark heavy hard shadow work i'm starting to feel the light sort of returning in my own life and i feel like 2019 has been a bit of a gateway for many people to start to feel this sifting out of that density and and feeling the return of a little bit more light hopefully for all of us yeah I, i mean i can certainly say 2019 felt like a shift into more light more but of course with the light does throw out all other stuff as well but it's so much nicer I, i'm so much happier now than i was pre-2012 for example oh god yeah yeah it feels <laughs> there's still the darkness i wrote a poem about it this morning actually because inevitably the further we move into this lovely you know the return of the light the darkness doesn't go away the shadow is not going anywhere it's like we're just starting to find a bit more of a balance and instead of getting really caught up in it and having it kind of eat away at us we're sort of learning i think collectively that you can learn from the shadow it's here to teach us it's something to be embraced integrated you know if you throw love at it rather than fear it's going to work with you not against you and i think that that's what we're learning it's through that that gateway of the heart and honoring honoring and accepting all parts of ourselves that then we don't get sort of tripped up so much by it anymore i think absolutely well let me ask you about uh, this chakra um how did you come across it what happened how did it activate within you well i kind of wasn't going looking for anything (laughs) i sort of i I always think that i am my own guinea pig steve when it comes to ascension Mm. and anything like that I, I'm sort of like, oh, I'm so curious. I want to try everything. My experience is 2012, I channeled uh, uh, what I call a, a system of spiritual alchemy, precious wisdom. And in my experience, it has rapidly accelerated my journey. And this is what it does for people. Since then, I have been guided all over the planet to various sacred sites to activate these sacred sites. And I receive activation within myself as I'm doing this. So it's like I'm it's almost like I feel like Harry Potter and those Horcruxes, like I'm going around collecting pieces of my own soul and remembering past lives and remembering, I think, information that is held in the rocks and the stones and the crystals of the earth that is being reawakened for everybody. So in my experience, precious wisdom has been the, the main thing that has put me on this accelerated path. 
So I'm always curious as to what's going to happen next as I work with these energies and I work with them daily and I, I teach about it and I do sessions with people in it and it doesn't do anything to you as such. But what I feel it does is it opens you up to your own innate gifts and these are gifts that I feel we all have. So as an as an example, I've, I've taught myself or I've just remembered how to do psychic surgery and now... The latest thing is this telepathic um, communication. For a long time, I've been feeling other people's emotions and I'm very clairvoyant and very clairaudient. So I do have an idea of what's going on anyway. But the most recent thing is this ability to communicate with the animals and the plants and the trees and the earth. And this has been kind of, I used to do it as a child. I could speak to insects and have conversations with them. I could feel their energy with my heart as though they were connected to me. I, I didn't see it as separate from me. Like the trees and everything were part of me. And then all of a sudden, you know, obviously we shut that down. You go to school. I was raised a Catholic, all that garbage that happens and you kind of get shut down. And I feel like now my I've returned to that state that I was in as that child. I feel like I've stepped over this threshold and entered into this almost like a a timeline where I, I'm more connected to who I really am. And I believe that this is who we really are as human beings. We are divine and there's nothing we can't do. We're not limited at all. And so if you think about it, we are pretty miraculous and it's just relearning or re-remembering that. And so it sort of happened by mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't setting out to do anything. I, I went to Bali because it was a friend's 40th birthday and it was just meant to be like cocktails and glad rags and stay in a villa and have a nice time. And But I booked an extra week there because I've always wanted to go to Bali. So I booked an extra week and I decided to go and stay up in the jungle in just north of Ubud. And as I was coming in, I think it was the night before I left, I thought to myself, well, I know I've booked a trip to India. I've had the call to go to Jaipur for ages, for about a year. And it's miraculous. Like, I didn't have to pay for the trip. My husband won a virgin voucher at work and he couldn't go. So I ended up going and the universe just orchestrates this. So I thought, well, I'll stay an extra week in Bali and maybe I'll have a little spiritual journey there as well because I've always wanted to go. And the night before I heard really clearly Mount Agung. And I thought, okay, well, I'm obviously going there for a reason and I need to connect with Mount Agung. And I know that it's usually mountains or pyramids or temples that I go and I do my precious wisdom activation in. So the plane's coming in to land and I'm just there talking to this lovely Ukrainian couple next to me, having a cup of tea. And the captain announces he's going to turn off all the lights in the cabin. And I was so grateful because spontaneously this emotion erupted from within me and I just started crying projectile tears in the dark on the plane coming into (laughs) land and I was like what is going on what am I feeling and because I'm clairvoyant and curious I go right show me what I'm feeling and I had this powerful vision it was a memory a past life memory of a lifetime where I'd been forced to leave the island I was a, a young indigenous woman very connected to the mountain and I could see myself every day bringing offering to the mountain and the idea was that I would speak to her to calm her and to keep her kind of happy so that she wouldn't erupt and she wouldn't cause disruption and it was really for the whole planet that the mountain was the great mother and she was a representative of the whole planet and then I was forced to leave I could see these people I got that the year was around the 1300s and I could see that these people had come from somewhere else in Asia it wasn't European and that they'd come and there was unrest and there was a lot of war and battle and my family and I left in a wooden boat by nightfall we had to escape and we went off to Rangoon or somewhere I mean 
mean, the detail was incredible. And when I got to my hotel and I, I checked in, when I got there, I Googled it and I saw that around that time, the Javanese and the Sumatrans had come in and that was when Hinduism was really embedded on the island. And then I found out that the the indigenous people are known as the Bali Aga and they're known as the mountain people. And I didn't know anything about the history of Bali. So this was incredible. This was the first kind of big experience that I had on this trip. But it felt like it was really to do with communicating with the earth. It was the first real big experience. I mean, I've communicated with plants and trees and animals for a long time, but not to this level. And I felt like my heart wanted to burst. I really felt like this mountain was my mother and I was her daughter and I, I missed her. And it was like she was saying, you've come back. I've been waiting for you. And I want to cry while I'm talking about it. Now it's nuts. I actually took a photo of the mountain and I can see a face in her. I can see eyes. I'll have to send it to you. So that happened. And then over the course of the next couple of weeks, I stayed in the jungle and I was channeling all these messages from the jungle. I got this powerful message from this ancient, ancient, almost primordial tree. And she said, we're entering a time on the planet where the jungles of the earth are going to regenerate. All hope is not lost. Huge changes are coming. There are going to be people that are planting new trees. And she showed me areas of the planet where trees, like almost wastelands that were going to be regenerated and new areas of jungle opening up. And it was all about regeneration was the word and rejuvenation was this kind of theme. And it was all, you know, the, the remembrance that with every death comes a rebirth and we mustn't, we mustn't fear these cycles, that th these huge cycles are happening and that we mustn't be afraid. So this happened and I, I had these huge bees flying around me and telling me they were protecting me. I was in the middle of the jungle. I didn't see one spider, which I was hoping I didn't see. Mm -hmm. There were no mosquitoes. All the biting insects stayed away. And I had these beautiful butterflies bigger than birds and bees like bigger than my head pretty much <laughs> flying around around me and talking to me so I was in this like miraculous experience and then I moved closer into Ubud and I was doing some work with a, a mutual friend of ours Dominique and we were um, setting intention to open the highest field of potential around our planet and I was using my precious wisdom activation to do it Dom has a similar system that she uses so we were combining our work and asking just for whatever the highest and best is for this new earth this new epoch this new paradigm to play out and the day after we did this big activation, I received this opening of the chakra and I, I, it was like I'd entered paradise. The, the visuals of it were incredible. I had this blue orb sort of appear in my, in between my throat and my heart. Hmm. Yin was very with me and my heart just like <clears throat> opened multidimensionally. And I've had this happen before, but it's been more cosmic before. It's been more um, opening out into angelic realms and things. But this felt very grounded, very opening into the earth, opening into the, the crystal pathways of the earth, feeling the connection to nature and the jungle and the trees and everything. And all these animals appeared and all these these plants appeared and started kind of almost talking to me. And it was like they were they were saying, we love you and um, thank you for your work. And, and it was like this heart connection. And that I basically got this message, we're going to start speaking to you much more clearly. You're going to hear the, the jungles, the plants, the animals, the, you've entered the garden was the message I got. And <clears throat> my guides came in and they said, the Bodhisattva Chakra has opened within you mm. and 
I'd never heard of it. I didn't know what it meant. But, you know, when you go and Google the word bodhisattva, usually as a person or a being, I guess, that is here on the planet by choice to help others. And I had an experience when I was born where I died at birth. I had an NDE at my birth and I left and I've regressed back to it. And it was like a part of me didn't want to come. I was like, I'm not going to be born a woman again. I'm not going through it again. I can't do it. And then I was shown that I was going to be in a kind family and it, and it was a different situation, but I was coming back. I got shown shortly after that chakra opened i went to dinner with dom and we were walking home and in bali you have all these sorry i'm rambling steve you could stop me at any time <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> story. um so you have all these open drains by the roadside right and this experience happened where it was the day after this chakra opened and i was walking along the road and a motorcycle was coming towards me and i stepped to the side of the road just just out of habit to step out the way of this motorcycle and I fell into this open drain and my whole body just went smack and I I fell into it and it's like I left my body or I went somewhere else in that moment and I had this simultaneous like a past life memory again like another dimension opened up I left my body and I don't remember being pulled out of the drain luckily it was dry and it wasn't full of crap (laughs) Um, but as Dom had reached down to pull me out I simultaneously had this past life memory of being in the sarcophagus in the great pyramid of Egypt someone opening the lid and this high priest pulling me out and saying you've passed your initiation and the next thing I know I'm sitting my leg was all cut up and bleeding my cut my thumb it was all the left side the feminine side and I'm sitting on the footpath with Dom not knowing how I got out of the drain or what had happened like completely surprised we're just doing healing releasing all the shock but I felt something left me in that moment it was like a part of me stepped out and left and it was I got shown in the following days I got shown that I had switched timeline like I received this message that I was in another kind of timeline me as Alex Wenman was supposed to die I was supposed to be hit by that motorcycle mm. and was supposed to die. And I'm going to cry again because it, it, my whole life I've had a fear of sudden impact. Mm-hmm. And I've always, whenever I cross roads, I've been super careful because I can feel it's like something's going to come and take me out like a juggernaut or something. And it's almost like I knew I was moving towards this thing. But instead of dying, I stepped and I fell into that drain. And then that part of me left. It was like this old part of me left. Mm. They took me back to my birth. And they said, in the moment of your near-death experience in birth, you brought another piece of your, you, like your higher self, in with you. And it was like that was the bit that had now stepped more fully into my body, almost like my higher self had come in. and A bit like a walk-in, but it was all me. It was just another aspect of mm, me. Mm. So the part of me that was living out all this earthly karma and trying to clear all this dense bloodline stuff from my family and everything, it's like that had completed a cycle. And that part of me had left and then I'd stepped into fully into this, I guess, higher self. But it doesn't mean that like I'm anything oh, amazing, like some sort of angelic being. It just means that I think I'm more living more from that 5D mindset now. Like I'm just more aware of everything being connected and part of me. So there was, I believe that that was a direct result of that chakra opening. Right. And it's almost like I know that the work that I'm here to do is for the collective then every time we heal ourselves we are having an impact on everyone and everything it's not just personal and if you're a starseed or 
someone who is a more of an angelic soul or someone who's you know done the rounds because many of us have yeah. <clears throat> i believe many of us have chosen to come back you know that we've achieved enlightenment possibly in other lifetimes and we we've chosen to come back at this time to help in this great awakening and i don't know if if that's me but i know that i've had experiences where I've stepped through out of the the um, the cycle of reincarnation, and I've been told that I've got I've got the choice now, and I do believe it's possible for every human being to have that choice. Yeah. So, well, with yeah. the chakra, Alex, um, is do you think all star seeds and light workers, um, people on the ascension process, are ready? Do you think, uh, or is there a timing for this chakra? I think the timing is different for everybody. I think it's possible for everybody. I think if you if you have the intention that you're ready and that you want to you know i i say be of service to the planet but that's not that comes across as wrong because it's not about suffering for everybody and it's not about sacrifice and martyrdom and all of that old stuff it's just that it's the acknowledgement that everything that you do has an impact on everything and everyone and on the whole and we're all linked and you know like what's hurting my brother or sister on the other side of the planet isn't disconnected from me and if you are living from the heart and you know that and you realize that every action has a consequence and you're willing to work with that for the good of the all then I think you're ready and and this is something that I think is happening to everybody naturally I just get to see it because I'm very curious and I'm like what is going on here and I need the answers right most Mm. people a lot of people are having it happen just naturally and a lot of people are switching timelines without even knowing what's going on so many people i think have already stepped into this 5d ascended timeline this bodhisattva timeline if you will because i believe eventually we're all going to break out of this forced cycle of reincarnation and have the choice and that is what enlightenment is it's it's i i feel like ever since i was a child i don't have a fear of death but I don't want to die because I love this planet and I want to be here and I see it as a beautiful garden. Mm. And I always have. I've always had this ability to see the beauty in everything, even in the darkest moments, even in those horrible times. And I believe it's really important for us to hold that vision of the most beautiful utopian earth we can because we're creating it every step of the way. Yeah. And the more we hold that vision and we, we don't sit and watch the news and go, oh, my God, it's all falling apart what are we gonna do this is a horrible place to be you know like it's like be aware that the shadow is rising but Hmm. it's rising to be healed i believe we're entering an epoch on this earth that has never ever ever been seen before it's not the same as atlantis and lemuria because i don't believe that we're heading for a fall after it right i believe that it's going to be lasting and beautiful and elevated and gorgeous and we're changing and that's what this chakra is doing is helping you see that vision and hold that vision for this new earth and feel it in your heart and your soul so wonderful well i know uh alex you're going to lead us into a meditation for those who are ready i guess it won't hurt you if you're not ready but uh, (laughs) i'll pass it over to you alex okay so i'm going to see who comes through i had many experiences while i was out there in india i also spoke to a an old tiger who never shows himself the night before he turned up, he told me he was going to speak to me. And then we met this tiger in, in the flesh and he, he spoke to me while he was there. So the animals, the the earth, the plants, the earth spirits are talking to us. So I have a feeling that, that, that we're going to go on a little bit of a journey into the garden. So I'm just going to invite everybody just to get comfortable and just center yourself 
and just bring your conscious awareness into your heart. And the guides are speaking to me of deep compassion and forgiveness. And God, I'm getting really emotional, sorry. Deep compassion and forgiveness, first and foremost for ourselves. And it's for anywhere you may have forgotten your connection, your connection to the earth, your connection to the mother, your connection to the all and the everything. That anywhere you've forgotten that you are a supreme, divine, ultra-terrestrial being of light. You are a, a creator God. You are the creator God that created your universe or co-created your universe. So bringing yourself into this deep love and compassion for you and for any part of you that still remains closed or constricted or perhaps in pain and just sending breathing light and love into those parts of you that hold fear or doubt or shame any of that old patterning and anywhere you see the plight of others and you feel guilt you know if you're somebody who obviously who loves animals and and thinks humanity is horrid because of the way we treat animals just send forgiveness to that part anywhere you're at war with yourself or with others or with a, an idea or a concept it's only through pure love and forgiveness and compassion and acceptance that we're going to heal it so breathing light into the heart be aware now of a beautiful lush green it's a bluey green colored jungle it's almost an ethereal jungle and it's tropical and it's filled with mist and humidity and you can smell the earth and you can smell the moist soil beneath your feet and you can be aware of all the the centipedes and the earthworms and the creatures that live in the floor of the jungle those hidden out of sight the little critters the spiders and the caterpillars and those beings that have such an important role to play in the energy of death and rebirth in the regeneration of the forest and this is about transformation and they're talking about what is dying away becoming transformed and feeding into what is being birthed anew it is all alchemy and it is all a cycle so when something isn't working or something breaks or something dies it doesn't go anywhere it becomes transformed and with our intention we can begin to transform ourselves but our whole entire earth into something much more vibrant beautiful alive and that is working for us as we are working for her and she's asking us now to please set our hearts on renewal on regeneration on rejuvenation nothing is ever lost nothing is ever truly broken nothing ever truly dies everything transforms and evolves anew every single human being on this planet is going through a kind of a death 
when we are dying to who we thought we were. We are dying to the old limited idea of humanity. We're dying to our pain and we are being born again. We are really being reborn. And it is in the allowing of the dying off, the allowing of the letting go, the coming into a grace. If you're going through a dark night of the soul or a, a difficult tearing apart or a breaking down of yourself, allow it and just honor it with love and think of those earthworms and those creatures tumbling the dead leaves into the soil and turning it into nutrients for the new trees that are sprouting. And if we send our intention for us to sprout anew and for the earth to sprout anew, we begin to see this vibrant, verdant green. And this green is coming into your heart chakra now. And this is a, a, an energy of universal love, universal compassion. It is a deep healing energy. And they're giving me the crystal peridot. <clears throat> and the peridot is very connected to nature, mother nature. And it's very connected to the fairy realms and the elemental realms. I want you to be aware that as you enter this jungle, if you are wearing shoes, imagine you're taking off the shoes and walking barefoot on the earth and you're walking on the earth with deepest honoring and grace. It is as though you are entering a holy sacred space and feel the leaves part like veils parting in your mind. And allow yourself to see and to really see and to really feel all of the beauty of this earth. And every single creature, every aspect, every rock, every stone is sacred, has a part to play and a message to give and a blessing. And there are ancient record keepers upon this earth and they're showing me the rocks, the stone people of the earth. The most old, most wise, the oldest beings here are the rocks. And they are saying we remember. We remember everything. Your history books don't have the whole picture. We hold the whole picture of the history of the earth. And we are here to tell you there is much more to your history and to yourselves than you know. Be curious. Search your heart for the truth. Ask questions. Your wisdom lies within. And they're taking us up now into the pineal gland in the center of our brains. And they're asking just for you to set the intention to clear away any veils or false walls or ceilings around your third eye. Anything that is clouding your vision of this new earth. Anything that is preventing you from really seeing the most perfect divine outcome for our beautiful planet. Anywhere that you are seeing darkness or fear we must be aware of the darkness but we must not allow it to pull us down to cloud our judgment and as you see this new earth unfolding just send light 
and love out to everyone and everything in existence, honoring your connection to everyone and everything in existence, knowing that you are unique and individual as a unique aspect of the divine itself and honoring the unique aspect of the divine in every other living being, in everything. Everything has consciousness, every rock, every tree, every cell, every organ of your body has its own consciousness. You can converse with anything if you know how, through your heart, through love. The answers are always found within. So as your pineal gland opens up, I want you to imagine that you can see on the horizon this beautiful golden dawn coming for the planet and see that sun rising up over our earth and see her jungles verdant and lush and green again and see people living in loving community, honouring and supporting each other. See this unfoldment of the most perfect divine earth that you can possibly imagine. Allow no fear to come into this vision because you're building the new earth as you see it. You are powerful and you are a creator and Mother Earth is working with you to bring this to fruition and all of the councils of light are working with you to hold this vision and you have all the support in the universe. All beings stand with you. This future is certain. Be unafraid is the message. And so if you are ready, and if you are willing to hold this vision of Earth in service for the all, and to make it your mission to see this beautiful Earth unfold, to know that it is part of your purpose, you may request now for your Bodhisattva Chakra, your Chakra of Paradise, to open. And it will open at the right time and exactly the right moment for you so we bring in a beautiful blue flame like an aquamarine to indigo spectrum of blue every spectrum of blue exists in this flame and bring it down into your throat and into your heart into that space between the throat and the heart where we find our higher heart and feel this flame blazing there And if you are someone who has experienced problems with the voice, <coughs> there goes my throat, problems with the voice in the past, you may find that you may have lost your voice recently or had issues with the throat chakra recently. This is usually a precursor to this activation. So know that there is no mistake that this is now healing that aspect of you. Perhaps that aspect of you that had forgotten your power and the power of compassion and kindness. And I'm being reminded to say that kindness and compassion is not a weakness. And it does not mean that a person is naive. It is perhaps one of the greatest strengths that you can have to remain in kindness and compassion, even in the face of great tyranny. It is a choice. So we allow that blue flame to blaze within the throat, the heart, and now feel that blue flame growing bigger and filling your whole being as though you're sitting within that multi-dimensional spectrum of blue from the palest diamond blue 
to the deepest midnight, almost black blue. And just feel this activation dissolving around you. Any interference, any cords, any etheric devices, anything in your energy field that shouldn't be there, anything that is preventing you from really walking your glory on this earth, really being. It's somewhat saint-like and thinking of yourself as an angelic being, as a force for good on this planet and as a powerful master of light and love. But we are all that. We are all avatars. We have just forgotten. And then feel that flame start to now envelop you, become body shaped and start to integrate within your cells, your molecules, your DNA. Feel that flame activating and send it out through your genetic lineages, your ancestral lineage, your bloodline. Send it to your family, allowing them to have permission, if their higher self wishes it, to activate this at the right time for them to send it into the earth, send it out to all beings. With the intention that you are now literally willing and open to living paradise, living heaven upon this earth and seeing every every step you take, every movement, every action, every interaction as part of your sacred journey. It's not separate to our daily lives, it is our daily lives. It is part of this great thing we call life. So with the intention to anchor this activation now in your daily waking life, as you prepare to open your eyes, just breathe into your heart, center yourself, ground yourself. And when you prepare to open your eyes, I want you to imagine that you can send this blue light through your eyes now so that every part of your vision is colored in beauty, the beauty of this new earth, this new epoch, and that you're able to hold the deepest love and compassion for every soul that you encounter. And that you can understand that even in a person's deepest pain, even if someone is misbehaving, they are only doing the best that they can with the tools that they have. And they too have a lesson for you to learn because it is all the great mirror, the outer world. It's all showing us something. Breathing in, feel the light around you turn pure, pure white now. And feel yourself being draped in garments of light, garments of white light. And the guides are placing a small white cap on your head. It's almost like a, a symbol of your mastery. To walk the path of light. And to be the master upon the earth. And so... Breathing into the heart, feeling into the body. Just allow your fingers and toes to start to wiggle a bit. Bring movement into the body, breathing in deeply, coming back and opening your eyes with the intention of seeing a new vision and seeing the beauty in this heavenly garden that we call Earth.